This podcast is a production of the Ministries of Marcus A. Kyler. For more information about me and the digital communications and ministry consulting services I can provide for you, for your ministry, or for your business, please visit MarcusAKyler.com. Thank you for listening and be blessed. Hello and welcome to The Journey, the audio journal of a man working his tail off to achieve greatness in his life. This is a show all about the trials and the triumphs, the pain and the pleasure of producing a life of greatness that honors God, supports my family, and builds the community. What's going on everybody? I'm your man Marcus, a former pastor turned church communications consultant who is passionate about using social media to tell life-changing stories that inspire and transform. I promise you I'm going somewhere y'all and I want you to come along with me. So thank you for joining me on this journey and welcome aboard. The YouVersion Bible verse of the day comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 from the Christian Standard Bible. There is an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven. Uh, I think that uh, we are very familiar with this passage of scripture. And uh, for those who uh, you know, did not grow up in church or you have not been Christians that long, <laughs> or you know you're just getting into the Bible for the first time perhaps you do not know the scripture but I'm sure you know the concept I'm sure you heard it before you know outside of a Christian context and so I, I don't even want to do too much with this as far as you know looking at this verse is concerned but I, what, what I want to do is I want to talk for just a few minutes about the concept uh, that is apparent here um, looking at the context of uh, this book of the Bible and the person who wrote it and uh, the time in which he wrote it. This, uh, this is a book of wisdom. This is part of the wisdom literature, um, that section of the Bible. And uh, it was written by King Solomon. This is the same uh King Solomon, who uh, penned uh, much of the, the the proverbs, and also uh, the same one who, <clears throat> when when God asked him what he wanted, he stated that uh, he wanted wisdom above everything, and and God blessed him with uh, wisdom plus plus so much more. And uh, you know, we always talk about that. Uh, when we talk about uh, God, you know, supplying all your needs uh, according to his riches and glory and about uh, seeking first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness uh, and all these things will be added unto you. Uh, that, that concept of both of those verses uh, comes out, um, you know, it, 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 it is reflected, um, you know, in the life of uh, Solomon but we are at a point in 
uh, here in Ecclesiastes where, you know, Paul is nearing the end of his life. Or, um, I can't, I can't remember off top because I did not look at it. I cannot remember uh, quite off top how much, uh, how close he was uh, to death, but I do know that uh, he was, um, you know, he had lived for quite a while, and uh, you know, by this point, he had uh, been through a lot of life experiences. He had uh, gone through some things as far as, uh, you know, getting caught up with, um, you know, with women and, and, and doing some things that he ought not have been doing, uh, even though he had, uh, you know, all the wisdom in the world. And, um, you know, he desired to do right in a lot of ways and in a lot of ways he did and a lot of ways he didn't. He was a flawed individual just like we all are. Uh, but he was at a point uh, in his life where it gave him the perspective to write this, talking about the, you know, there's a time and a place for everything, you know, under the heavens, you know, there, there you know, once we got, once we get to that point in time, you know, what I'm saying those are the words of somebody who's had some life experiences, somebody who's been through some things, somebody who's had the experience of falling in a few times and having to depend on God to get him back up. But also, we have to consider if you read the Book of Ecclesiastes, um, you know, even though. There were uh, definitely prophetic uh, books and uh, prophetic foretellings of Jesus, you know, in the Old Testament. Uh, if you talk about the individuals of the Old Testament, they did not have that concept of there being a Christ at that time. And so, uh, you know, Solomon is speaking from that standpoint when he was talking about the, the vanity of everything. The, the, the vanity of everything because all he knew was this life and all the hope he had was in this life and he didn't know uh, anything other than the here and now so for Solomon uh, at this time there is a measure of uh, hopelessness that he's dealing with uh, here because um, you know like I said there was no concept of uh, life uh, after death there was no concept uh, during that time of eternal life and you know what you were experiencing right now on earth you know that was going to be the apex that was going to be the pinnacle of that which you would experience um, you know and so it, it caused them to have the perspective that you know at the end of the day everything is vanity because uh, we're, we're all going to die and you know it, there, there was a you know, a, a, a lot of, um, you know, the, the concept of not seeking uh, temporal things, you know what I'm saying, because they're not really going to mean much and it's all vanity. Uh, there was a lot of that in there as well. There was a lot of wisdom in there. You know, Solomon was spitting a lot of wisdom. You know, he was definitely, he was definitely spitting bars. But, um, you know, by the same token, you know, that the, the, the hopelessness of, of not having uh, a savior was definitely, uh, definitely uh, evident here. Uh, I, I, I'm not, like I said, I'm, I'm speaking from the dome right now, but there is uh, a passage where, you know, uh, Solomon talks about uh, somewhere where Solomon is talking about, uh, you know, if you are, 
if you are uh, if you're sad or if um, a man is close to the end of his life and, and he's ailing you know give him uh, you know alcohol for 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 his ailments you know let him <laughs> you know let him kind of like enjoy his last days you know in, in peace or something like that um, uh, in fact uh, was that was that was that proverbs and not ecclesiastes but uh, but 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 anyway um, same same person though so uh, the perspective is there uh, nonetheless and uh, you know I just want to talk about this for a second I just wanted to illustrate it because um, you know there's a a manner of hopelessness that we have if we do not have hope in a savior if we do not believe that um, that our redeemer lives you know what I'm saying if we do not believe uh, that that Jesus is coming back for us, then then we do have uh, a hopelessness, and this life is all there is. Now, uh, we we do need to live this life to the fullest, and do everything that we can. You know, what I'm saying to uh, enjoy uh, the best life that we can enjoy uh, here on earth. You know, but by the same token, you know, we 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 do uh, we 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 do know a savior, and. Uh, we say things and we make decisions based off that knowledge of uh, who Jesus is. And so uh, I just want to illustrate that for us today. And um, I pray that you are at a place in your life where you know, you're able to have the kind of perspective that, that Solomon has because you know, he, he, he made some mistakes in his life and he's able to minister from them. He's able to teach from them. And so I pray that you're able to have that perspective, you know, from from that standpoint. But I also pray that uh, on the converse, that you do know that you do have hope and, and that uh, it's, it's a blessed hope and that uh, you do have, um, you know, a greater life to come, you know, after this one. But that there's also still an opportunity for you wherever you are now to enjoy uh, this life. Because, uh, you know, I've I, I said it so many times before, you know, and, and I'll say it again and I'll say it until my dying day is that um, you will never, you know, you are never too far gone for, for God to redeem you. And um, if you are breathing, if, if, if you have activities of your limbs, if you have um, breath in your nostrils, you know, if, if you if you have uh, if you have a pulse, then, you know, wherever you are, no matter how old you are. No matter what you've done, God is not through with you yet, and uh, that's something that, in light of you know what, what we read here in Ecclesiastes from Solomon, uh, in, in light of that, that's something that we do need to think about and something that we do need to celebrate. And so we thank God, and um, and uh, I just leave you with that. My thoughts and prayers go out to. Uh, the people of the great city of Houston um, just it's got to be beyond a helpless feeling to you know see to see before your eyes you know you losing everything and you not being able to do anything about it and I have no idea you know what that's like on that kind of level so my heart is really goes out. My thoughts and prayers. I wish I could do more than give uh, thoughts and prayers right now. But unfortunately, where I am in my life right now, that's all I have to offer. Um, but what I can offer 
is what I'm trying to offer here on the journey anytime that uh, we come in into a situation where uh, some type of leadership principles can be offered I want to at least offer some kind of perspective uh, and I'm not going to get into a long drawn out thing about this but what I do want what I do want us to have some awareness about is the fact that uh, whenever disaster strikes, whenever uh, catastrophe hits and bad things happen, uh, those times are what brings out uh, the character in people. You find out who people really are in uh, these types of scenarios. And I'm not going to give any commentary or any judgment. Uh, about this, but uh, to see what uh, Joel Osteen, who um, you know pastors one of, if not the biggest church in the nation, that happens to be in Houston, seeing the uh, the way he's been kind of dragged in the media uh, over the past uh, several days because of his response uh, to the disaster, uh, people were saying that the response could have been swifter, could have been better. Uh, given all the resources that he has, and I have no judgment on that. I have, uh, I have no uh, no opinion on it that I would like to share here on the journey. But uh, what I would like to say is, we do need to be cognizant. We do need to be aware of the fact that um, with success comes uh, such a great deal of scrutiny that we absolutely must be mindful not just about our response to situations or how we handle them but the swiftness which with with which we do so um if you don't want any questions about your character if you don't want any questions about your uh, integrity if you don't want any questions about uh, who you are and what you stand for then when something happens whether it's against you or not whether it's good or bad when something happens that requires a response respond very quickly <laughs> don't take don't take too long don't uh, don't try to look for a, a, some kind of statement uh, some kind of legal statement don't don't try to do in any of that come out and you know sincerely do what you need to do say what you need to say and if there's other ways that you need to cover yourself legally and I'm not even talking about it in a negative situation sometimes you just need to cover yourself legally and you need to release a statement or something like that that's fine as well for legal purposes but come out and you know speak from your heart you know what I'm saying respond in, in a human way and, and, and do so quickly if because if you're a person of integrity if you're a person of character then you're not going to find yourself like uh, 45 I won't call his name but you won't find yourself like 45 um, you know who can't speak positive words uh, un, unprompted you can't speak uh, positively uh, in, in, a, in, in a humane way without a teleprompter, without a prepared speech. You know, if you're not that kind of person, then your response should be uh, swift, it should be decisive, 
and this should be it should be un- unambiguous. And that's just the lesson I want to take away from that. And if you've been watching this situation, uh, I pray that you understand uh, what I'm saying here. I'm going to shut this episode down, man. I'm way into the next day on this right now. And, um, yeah, so like I said, that's what happens when you do a daily podcast and, and, and you've got a lot, uh, going on. I'm way, way, way into the next day still on uh, this episode, but, um, I just pray that, uh, and whatever I have to say that you're getting some kind of value out of it. That's what matters to me. <clears throat> Excuse me. More than anything is that you uh, get value out of, uh, out of some of my insights on some things. Um, so yeah, just pray that you all are blessed and um, I'll see y'all on the next one. Thank you for joining me today on the journey. I pray that I have said something today or at least made you think about something that has added some light to your day and value to your life. Until next time, keep it moving and God bless.